0: Hello and welcome to Decide to Transform and to a very, very special co-hosted show. Our guest today is Jocelyn Bellows. Jocelyn is one of the authors of the compilation Breakdown to Wake Up. And in fact, she is behind the entire project as the lead author. We're going to be talking about this extensively. And Jocelyn joins us today from Colorado. You may remember Jocelyn from a few months back. She has been a guest on the show before. And my co-host is my very, very good friend and business partner, Lisa Berry. So let's introduce Jocelyn first. You guys are in store for a phenomenal conversation here today. Jocelyn Bellows is a breakdown to wake up coach, author, podcast host, and motivational speaker. In the wake of the ending of her marriage in 2017, she began a journey of self-discovery investing in learning and expanding on understanding why she was the way she was and took actions the way she did. During this intentional journey, she uncovered the truth of who she is and her continually evolving life's purpose. Jocelyn works with men and women, allowing them to discover their deepest and truest selves. Together, they uncover the layers of stories and mistruths that each of us have told ourselves, getting to the roots and rewriting the story. By understanding those base layers and removing the weeds, one then gets to create room to plant a new storyline that nourishes the soul and allows us to live a life of purpose. As the host of Leap, Jocelyn interviews life coaches from around the world about their own leap of faith in creating a life of purpose and fulfillment. Jocelyn currently resides in Colorado with her son. And my co-host, Lisa Berry, is my very good friend and business partner. Lisa is the host of Light on Living, an internet radio show on OM Times Radio and co-hosts along with spiritual teacher, GP Walsh, The Flow of Enlightenment, also on OM Times. And together with Lisa, we are podcast and media producers, show hosts. And we love doing what we're doing right now. And that is giving space to people like Jocelyn to tell their story. Lisa, welcome. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Jocelyn. Welcome to Decide to Transform.
1: Thank you both. Oh, (laughs) go ahead, Lisa. (laughs) Welcome, Jocelyn. Oh, we are so happy to ha- have you here. I'm going to kick it off with a question and get you to rolling. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. Let's do it. I was listening to that intro, and I love, um, Tomasa, you said about uh, Jocelyn started on the self-discovery, and I thought, oh my gosh, I must ask you, Jocelyn, when we, when we begin the self-discovery, we're, we're inquiring, we're asking, who am I? But mm. I want to find out, did you start with okay, who the heck am I? Or did you start with who the heck am I not? And what is not nourishing me? Um, actually, I started with neither and
2: both. I
1: think. And I say that
2: because it, it really felt as if by accident. Um, and this is well before I understood anything about awakening or spirituality or energy or any of these terminologies that woo-woo, like none of that was not vocabulary that I even understood. Mm-hmm. It really began and, I, and it was alluded to in, in the bio is, you know, it, it moved to Colorado um, with my then husband and young son. And the intention of the move was to start a new, like start over. Um, We left a a town that I know I was never felt like home. Um, And in doing so, I walked away from a pretty significant career. Uh, We owned a business. um, We had a young child. And so financially, very successful, doing really well on the outside. And on the inside, I was dying. And I had recognized that Um, In the first several months of being here, my spouse was traveling back east frequently to run our business. We'd still kept it operating for about six months. And what I recognized is every time he left, I could breathe. Um, And every time he returned, I was like walking on eggshells. That was some of the first recognitions, right? Now, obviously, I had seen things before that. But that really struck a chord for me. It's like, what's that about? When I finally kind of put those pieces together and recognized, oh, I'm – I'm miserable, you know, externally, I have all the checklist, but inside I'm miserable. And I made that decision that I had, for me, I had to leave and for a lot of reasons. And in doing that, that was when I I decided to stop drinking. I gave up drinking. Um, Mm -hmm. I changed my diet. I was detoxifying my life. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, Lisa, uh, what was I seeking or who I was and who I wasn't? It was both and nothing because I removed the titles of who I thought I was because I defined myself by my external successes, right? By being a parent, by being a spouse, by being an employee, by being an employer. And all those things were gone. And I was like, well, now what? Now who am I? So maybe it was who who am I versus who am I not? Um, And I didn't know anyone here in Colorado. We had just moved here. So I had a lot of space. (laughs) <laughs> A lot of space. Mm-hmm. I hired my first coach, and that was, of course, by universal like divine timing and alignment that this person showed up in my world. As I still call him my healer, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it was in those first few months of working with him, you know, removing all those anchors that were so unhealthy. Okay. around how i define myself in relationship uh both romantic and partnership uh defining relationship with myself because i don't feel like i really had one i'm sure i did but i think i was like swinging from branch to branch yeah. and not really mm-hmm. spending time really deep with them
1: okay uh, i just the to speak that thing about um not spending time deep within that's a tricky one because you know we can get so many titles and i love that you said an anchor to different relationships that you know the day happens you go to bed then you sleep you wake up you do it again and you're anchor tuna and you never find out and you never get to go deep so this was um something that you it was a blessing to move to colorado and have all that space
2: (laughs) oh go ahead finish
1: Well, and, and uh, I just wanted to ask, when you did find your coach, were you, did you go like online and just look for them anywhere? Or did you do, was it a one-on-one <laughs> person face-to-face page? <coach? laughs>
2: <laughs> this is, okay. I'll try to tell this story quickly. Take, take, <laughs> take really, your time. Sounds yeah. like a good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Well, it's funny. So, good, and, and for, uh, for the audience too, um, and I don't know if you'll, you will be interviewing all of the authors. Um, he's actually a fellow author. Uh, okay. In, the, in this compilation, uh, so the my coach, I I had early in my separation process. Um, I, yeah, we weren't quite divorced yet. I had signed up to be in a an exclusive dating site. It wasn't like a Match.com. It was a you had to pay you know a significant fee oh, to be right. a part of a very closed group. And so I had done that, and in the process of signing up the people at the at the location because it was actually a physical location you had to go to get your photos done and all this stuff Mm. one Mm -hmm. of the girls said oh look at this person this person might be a good match for you and i was pretty devastated when they gave me the names of the people so i didn't she she gave me the name and she showed me the pictures but i really honestly didn't even look i just remembered the name i just remember the first name so like a couple days later i get on the site I Googled that first name because that's all I had. And the person comes up and I was like, wow, yeah, this person's really interesting. And I think this could be a good match. And he was also not active. So that didn't make sense to me. I'm like, why would they send me to somebody that's not actually active? Well, it turned out that was not the, the person that they wanted me to connect with. It was uh, a totally different person with the same name. And in the construct of the understanding that he was not active, I was like, well then maybe I'll just find out who he is anyway. No, <laughs> cause that wasn't yeah, enough. Yeah. And so I went on LinkedIn cause I had enough, I, I had a first name and I had an idea of a profession and his LinkedIn page popped up right away. And I only knew it was the same person cause the, the photo was the same. And it turned out he was a life coach.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so, a life coach is <laughs> awesome.
2: And so I made an appointment for a consultation.
0: Well, there you have
2: it. <laughs> he's not active on the site. I still want to meet him. Right?
0: Yes, of and, course. Why not? Uh,
2: yeah. And so and, uh, and just be told, he actually knows this whole story and he's now engaged and his fiance knows the story and the whole thing. And that's truly how how we connected. Um, and so understanding what I understand today. That that was intentional, right? Absolutely. Yes, it was this, this fanciful story of how this all weaved together. The reality is that there was a bigger force at play, saying, "This is yeah. the person that you you're ready now, Jocelyn, to step into this." To the mm-hmm. point that when we actually showed up for my consultation, um, when we when I left that consultation, the question remained, in in his, for him or for me, the answer was, "Do I decide to?" Date this person, or do I decide to work with this person? And I and I chose myself. I chose to work with this person. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I love it. Well, and, and Jocelyn, I um, I'm, I'm jogging my mind to think who this is. I aim to interview all of the authors for this show. I have not yet. So, yes. Yes. we we'll, I think we'll remain in suspense. On the exact name. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. And we'll we'll share, let him listen. I'll share off air. I mean, it's, I'm happy to share it. Actually, it's fine. Sure. You, you tell me. Are we sharing on yeah. air or off air?
0: I, I, think that, um, I think that this is all, all we, we have aired each of us in our chapters a lot. So I think this is <laughs> a very small by comparison. So oh, how about yeah. it?
2: So it, it was, um, it's Kevin Lockwood is one oh. of it. Uh-huh. the contributing author for yeah
1: gotcha well, and a shout out to kevin thank you so much for being such a wonderful life coach yes. <laughs> and finding happiness and continuing to find his personal happiness and to <laughs> supporting you and yours because it sounds like that that match um the agency certainly helped you find love you found it within yourself
2: <laughs> oh that's beautiful i never even saw it that way and you're absolutely right oh yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and, and you know, because we're all three, Lisa and I are honored, Jocelyn, to be joining you and all of the other authors from around the world. There's 16 of us on this compilation, and there's a there's been a lot of growth for each of us, and and the journey. And so, how did you how did you find yourself compiling this book?
2: Yeah. So that's another little journey I'll take you on quickly. All Um, right. So I know you've already interviewed with Dawn Bates who is also the publisher behind this project. Yes. So Dawn and I had connected through the world of podcasting through, I think, um, an online, it was an online Facebook group actually. And I think she put a request out looking for people to interview. I responded and said, I have one too, let's trade. Uh, we both had like that message went through, but then neither of us followed up on it and it went dormant for like a month and a half. And then something came through and said, Hey, follow up with that, with that one out <laughs> of all the ones. And so mm-hmm. I did, and resulted in us having a, a conversation. And in that first conversation, actually, it was as if I was being channeled. Right, I was just a vessel mm-hmm. in which information was coming through. Mm-hmm. And that very first conversation, we still, to this day, by the way, I've not talked about our podcasts. Um, what I did develop in that call was a panel series um, around the breakup to wake up. theme. And I asked if she'd be interested in being a guest on a panel that I was literally developing in my mind as I was talking the words out into, into the world. <laughs> The very next week, I'd reached out to her again to confirm on what I wanted to call it. And she just, you know, she stood in that space and said, yes, I think that's exactly, you're right on point. And she blankly looked at me and said, you know, this is your book, right? And I just looked at her and I was like, well, number one, we've never talked about a book. Mm. Number two, how the heck did you know that I wanted to write a book? And I also couldn't deny it. And I just looked at her and I said, you're right. This is my book. I also said, fuck you, <laughs> that was the <laughs> first of many to the
1: and <laughs> wine.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll have more of those, we had a lot of those during this journey, um, <laughs> out of love, out of love, absolutely, um, and really it was in that moment that there was that, that lightning bolt, so I'd already felt the, this, this channeling, but this was the lightning bolt, and said, oh my gosh. You know, I've been talking about wanting to do a compilation book for a, over a year and a half now. Um, I have a podcast called Leap, and the initial thought around it was to highlight stories of of guests that were coming on the show and their leaps of faith of starting their businesses. And everyone that's been on the show are life coaches and healers, and it's really often been about their own spiritual awakenings, like what prompted them or what moved them to make a significant change in their life and my whole brand is around the breakdown to wake up and i thought oh my gosh yes this is it this was the piece that i just didn't quite the puzzle piece didn't quite have put in place and so when dawn just really served it in front of me and said this is your thing and i was like shoot yeah this is it and at that point it was a wildfire it was like there was nothing that there was nothing that was going to stop me from bringing it into life Mm -hmm. because i knew i and this is what the, the, the keystone was is the reason that i began coaching and the reason that i produced the uh the show the reason that i produced the panel series the theme was was always in line and it's been because of the journey that I have been through and I'm continuing to go through. In the very early days when I decided that I, my marriage was, was ending and I, and I needed to leave, I felt so alone. And there were people there propping me up and saying, you know, we're here and you've got this. And it was through seeing myself in their journeys that I could see myself in my own and knowing that I was going to see the light again when I was just walking into this darkness. And I've always been a leader in my own right, just through my careers and just how I've shown up in the world. And I said, this is it. I know, I know that this, that my journey has purpose and this Mm. is it. And by bringing forward and calling forward others to do the same, the amount of healing that gets, to be, that gets to be had through this is just, words can't describe that passion. It's, it's just, I knew, I didn't know how or what it was going to look like. And if it, I just knew it was going to happen. I just knew it was going to happen. And then I got on my, I did my best to get on my own way. I didn't do that 100% of the time. And I know we'll talk more about that journey. Um, I just knew that it, this was the time
1: Okay. There's so many things in there my gosh which I love. <laughs> um I have to highlight what uh, what I love is that your 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 podcast, your business, your company name is Leap, which I you know I fell in love with right from the beginning. Um <laughs> but you know what you said also a couple times in what I'm hearing is you get these undeniable nudges. Nudges. They're nudges like should i go over here sniff over there should i contact this person and it's an undeniable it's like you get this nudge and you can't deny it you you have to make connection contact with that person with that with that project and when i was hearing you talk about the nudges um to go that way and then you you then you mentioned it was like a bolt and then a wildfire you couldn't stop it you couldn't slow it down And then to take all that, everybody would think, oh, wow, this is like smooth sailing. She's here and She's going on her way. But then you mentioned there's so much healing. And I would love, and I hate that I'm doing this because I'm usually not the one that asks about the pain, but was the pain already there and you were uncovering it or was it creating pain as you were going through the process? Both. Yo, I'm asking both, both.
2: questions today. the both. Yeah. <laughs> both. I, 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 it's, an, it's in both because so so a little background. Um in 2019, I was in a, a relationship. Um, and it was probably to this point probably the most amazing relationship I've ever been in. Oh. And it ended um in November of 2019. And so most of this year, most of 2020, and I don't know if this is going to air in 2020 or 2021, it doesn't really matter, but most of 2020, um, I've really been in my shadow. And so there has been a lot of pain. I, I hadn't, I wasn't releasing what I needed to release. I wasn't allowing myself to just be, um, I was in my head a lot, not in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so yeah, you know, there was pu- like punishment of, Why did the the relationship fail? Why did it end? What did I do? How did I show up? All of the things, all of the things, right? So there was a lot of pain in that. And I kept thinking I was ready to move on or I was ready and I was moving on. And I remember I, because I live in in and among the world of amazing healers, I had one woman who I was interviewing for my show says to me, um, she, she was a seer or something. She said, I just saw, the wings of a blue angel finally open. She's been protecting your heart for all these months. And she's just now she's just now allowing you to open up. Okay. And that was a that was a clear sign for me. And I didn't I didn't ask for a reading. She just offered it. She was like, I just saw this and I want to share with you. Okay. Got it. Um so yeah the pain was already there because I was holding on to it. There's been Uncoverings and unlayerings throughout this process of new pieces, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I and I say pain and promise because, and I posted this just recently on Facebook. um, As we're getting, you know, the book is now out and and out in the world. However, in the days leading up to the full release, um, really had been even more so than throughout the whole process is stepping into my leadership. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was so interesting because as we were getting ready to go live with this, Donna and I have been in, because not only is she, did she write a chapter, a contributor chapter, she, again, she's the publisher behind this. Right. Um, and she's been my like, coach through this process, through so the authoring process. And um, it just, you know, she said to me right before things sort of, started to really come through, she's kept asking like, how are you feeling? What's this experience like? You know, just and I kept saying it feels surreal. It doesn't like, it doesn't feel as if it's a tangible thing that actually happened. It's like I know it happened. I never really questioned, um, I don't think I've really ever had that that imposter syndrome. I was like, no, this is this was meant to be, right? Mm-hmm. It just was because it happened so easily. What yeah. I neglected was to really take time to sit in it and really acknowledge the number of people that came forward so quickly, the person that wrote the forward and her stature, the things that occurred that made this happen so easily. I know I just didn't take credit for that. And I don't, not in an ego way, but I just didn't acknowledge that component. And I, and I, I even take this back to about the leadership because yeah. what leadership, what was challenging for me is like, yourselves included like you are all business owners every single person that's, that's come forward have had multiple successful businesses have had multiple successes in life and leaders in their own right and I kept questioning well who the hell am I to lead this group am I is my voice going to be heard are they going to acknowledge me as the person that brought this together that's an ego thing but uh, there, a lot of those things kept, kept coming through and I still feel that, yeah. right. you know, as we continue forward, you know, we're having these regular monthly marketing meetings and, and talking about the unfolding. So, yes, there's pain. Yeah. And in that pain is where I get to discover the greater parts of me.
1: Being so honest with those questions first of all Mm -hmm. is my voice going to be heard um who am i to lead these people with already so many successes or or this and will i be acknowledged and and then the same breath saying okay wait maybe i should rush past the acknowledgement but wait no because i need it like not need it but that you deserve to to do like Mm -hmm. those are really honest questions (laughs)
0: Yeah, I, I love that, and I love that also that Jocelyn said. Okay, the pain's allowing you to discover the greater parts of you. Would you say a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah, that one's a really tough one. And it's a really tough one uh, because I'm in right. it right now. Yeah, oh, um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, you know. So I'll go there. I you. Know, so we were talking before we went live. Um, you know, I'm I'm about to i'm getting gearing up for my first experience with plant medicine
0: okay right put right. this
2: out there why does you know I'm not yes. hiding anything.
0: yeah we have and a lot of listeners <laughs> that are into that yeah <laughs>
2: <Kind of figured. laughs>
0: you're, you're, you're and, fully supported in this
2: and, <laughs> thank you you're i welcome. appreciate
0: that <laughs> yeah.
2: um and so I, you know going into this i i've had a lot of judgment around plant medicine mm-hmm. and not for other people like just for myself yeah, right yeah i've had Am I really going to experience the fullness of being and be connected to source, and is this the only way I'll be able to tap into that because I've done it on my own right mm-hmm.
0: right right
2: but the pain that's coming with this is right now is that um, mm. it's the unknown mm. because my my mind is trying to make sense of what of a feeling that I haven't experienced okay and it's. In a more tangible way, I'm going to come back down in a more tangible way, is I don't want people to see that I'm fucked up, Mm. that I am a mess. Like Here I am, I'm a coach and I'm a leader, and people come to me because, and they work with me because they're going through their own challenges and changes and breakdowns and seeking themselves. And you guys both know this, Like I don't have your answers, I only have, I'm my own guru. And I have people hold space for me. Mm -hmm, Right. And so there's a that fallibility. It's scary to go out there and say, you know what, I, I'm a mess right now, or I'm I'm struggling with this right now. Mm -hmm. Yet, by doing that, by sharing that, that's the point where we connect, because I've been down this road, I've had this experience. Now, my experience is going to look like different than. Yours Tomasa and yours Lisa and then the clients that I work with. Yeah. Yet it's just so funny to me because the people that I've chosen to work with is because they I feel like I can relate to their stories and their struggles. Mm-hmm. And by them being sharing that and showing that, I can show up comfortably in my skin.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I've been very uncomfortable in my skin for the past year. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you mentioned that uh, you've spent the, most of the past year in your shadow. So, number one, thank you for, for sharing this. Um, I'm, you're, you're very well held by everybody listening to this show, a number of whom have, uh, have done exactly what you're doing this evening in one form or another. And, mm-hmm. you know, I really love the piece about sharing the fallibility is how we connect. This is why Lisa and I are podcast hosts, Jocelyn. That's why you're a podcast host and a coach. That's so we can share these experiences.
1: What I love the most is when you said, um, when you share, well, this is what I got from it anyways, When you said it word for word, but when anybody shares, it does allow others to show up. And how fun is it to show up? Like it, it kind of, some, maybe there's somebody out there right now who has all this love and support inside them, but there's, everybody's perfect. They're all there. So they, they can't show up for them. So when finally somebody comes out and says, I need help, I'm cut, I'm hurt. I need this. Then you, then the people who are just waiting <laughs> to run over the, to them and just either hug them and hold them or give them words of some wisdom or help them along their journey. It, it's just such, um, I'm going to say it wrong, but reciprocity. <laughs> I'm going to go for a big word here. <laughs> you know, yeah of of love and kindness and healing and i think that just the courage that you have jocelyn to just say i can't i can hold space for you and you and you here and then i'm gonna go over here and still be me and i'm gonna ask for to be held as well and sh- like you, we just show up differently and it, we can play all those roles because that's what we are here for to do in our journey
2: mm-hmm. agreed absolutely
1: Yeah. I I was going to ask about, because it, yes, gosh, I, first of all, wow, you did this whilst in a a recovery of a relationship thing. That's really, that's, that was probably a lot of um, other stories kind of filtering in and through and helping you to see yourself like it, like, where's that like that 10 way mirror, you know, you can see all these things being reflected back at you so differently. When you were compiling, do you think that, where you were, influenced which chapters or people you accepted in the book or were you, did you have a theme for that book of breakup and were kind of like looking for it?
2: So I'm gonna answer this kind of precariously. So the theme of the breakdown to wake up initially was just going to be around relationship because that, you know, by, around romantic relationship because that was mine and very quickly recognized that Oh, that's not it, right? That's mine. And there are so many different ways in which people go through these challenges in life, right? And, and to be able to speak to a more universal market, because this really is a universal market and it, it doesn't have borders or boundaries to location or, um, or class or if you're a man or a woman or race, we have all, it's being human, period. Right. Right. So when I opened that up, I was open to whatever showed up. I, I gave some ideas of, I had some ideas of what I'd like to see, or not even that, I want to change that. I put, put some bullet points in the world and said, okay, these would be kind of interesting concepts to have touched upon. And i I think... I did two things. There's, these were the only two things I did to recruit people. And when I say recruit, that's not even the right word. You know, Having built these panel series, I had a few men that were gonna be involved. And so I pitched it to them first. I pitched it to, then I pitched it to the women that were involved in the panels, thinking, okay, that might just be everybody. And that was just the beginning. <laughs> I put one post on social media, one. So this is what I think I'm gonna do. Who wants, who's in? 15 authors. And it was like a flood. It was authors recruiting other authors, people who knew other people who were ready to tell their story, who are sitting at the precipice looking, looking. They were, they were looking for an outlet to share. And it was, it was this opportunity that I presented. The platform that I presented said, this is it. This is the right marriage and the right match. And what I found more interesting. So, so at the end, when we, when we did the final call for the 15 authors, um, days before the money was all due in, because we all had a buy-in for this, um, we were about halfway full, and I started getting that scarcity, that lack, like, oh my gosh, did I just, did I think too highly of myself, right, the ego okay. thing, mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, you know, I had a conversation, and we were able to extend a deadline um, for the call for, for deposits, and that was the release I think I needed somewhere. I'm like, maybe I was blocking it because we never actually went to that deadline. And I ended up turning about 10 authors away mm. Yes. are ready.
1: I remember that you're like, Oh, ah! I, cause I had a couple, you know, authors that wanted and you're like, I, I just can't like, I can't make next book. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that was like, that was like a really an eye opener for me. I was like, okay, so I needed, I needed that release of the extension of time. And by doing that, and by like allowing that, that's when all this flood and, pe- and everyone came in before the deadline anyway. And I was turning people away before the deadline. So that uh, was really interesting. But I, yeah. I want to. there was a component though, that Lisa, I want to touch upon that you shared, you asked in the question. And this was when the manuscript started to come together. Um, when you know, we had everyone, all the authors contributed their chapters. And what I found really amazing is as I read through each of the chapters, because As part of the whole process is, you know, I was reading them from a content standpoint. Are they getting the picture of, you know, each each author really in line with the content of what we want to deliver? And as I was reading them, I was seeing myself in each of the journeys.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, like the the night that Arlene's came through and Arlene wrote a chapter about her relationship, her parental relationship with her son. Mm -hmm. and so interesting. So the night that that came through, um, we had a really tight turnaround for hers in particular, and she talks about being, at points she talks about being um, an absentee parent and the guilt that came around that and how she shifted how she was parenting. And as I'm reading this, my ego is so flaring, by the way, because my six-year-old is sitting on the sofa behind me and I'm Mm -hmm. neglecting him. He's here uh, present with me, and I'm so full of reading this chapter. I'm literally doing what I'm reading. Uh, yes. And that happened throughout this process. Every time I touched someone's story, I saw myself, aspects of me in it. And so it was so profound. So I, I don't recall specifically your question, Lisa, uh, about Yeah, recording the, yeah, of- the authors. It wasn't as if I was seeking specifics. It was as if I was attracting in what I needed and what this book needed. Yeah.
1: Attracting the one I needed. Oh my God. I'm just I'm loving that.
0: <laughs> well, and reading the, the breadth of the chapters and, and the, the, the breadth and the depth and the, the variety of human experience that's contained, I, I would agree with that a hundred percent. You attracted exactly what was needed for this project. Most definitely.
1: Mm-hmm. And I must ask this, if somebody is thinking that they'd like to compile a book um, and that one of their fears was that, like, how do I pick which chapters? How will I track the right ones? Can you can you say now, uh, going on the other side of this, yeah. that you have faith that the, those chapters will come to you, that the ones that they need, whoever's deciding to that, that will show up or...
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, and I think you, you, you nailed that right there. So, and I've had, and I, you and I, we spoke about this before we went on air with this. Um, at this point, I've already had a handful of people actually reach out to me specifically around that of saying, I'm considering doing a compilation piece. I've seen you've done it, words of wisdom. And, and how did you do it? And, and I think that's the, that's the biggest thing is, yes, I will, I'll be honest with you. Yes, I had support. I'm not going to tell you that I did this alone because that's bullshit. I'd be bullshitting you if I did.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The biggest thing that I had, just a few things. One, I had a very clear vision. I had okay. a very clear vision, even though I didn't know what it was going to look like in the end. I had a clear vision of the the concept. Mm-hmm. I was not married to a concrete. I was married to a concept. Mm-hmm. And I just kept sitting back and really, and and allowing, I wasn't, I didn't recruit a soul. And as we actually go into book two, because there is a book two of a three-part series here. Um, I already have 10 authors lined up for book two. Right. And they're same thing. It's, you know, it's like their names pop in my mind. There are people that I, fortunately, a lot of people that I know, their names pop in my mind. And I'm like, I think this, this could be a good fit. And I put the request out there and they're in. And then I have literally have people reaching out to me to be on my podcast and I'm saying, well, you're not the right fit for this. However, I have this other thing. So they're literally finding me and I'm not even putting a call into the world physically. I'm just in my, I am, I am spiritually, I am energetically and they're finding me. Um,
0: yeah, they're finding you spiritually and energetically.
2: I love. And, oh. Oh. oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Lisa.
1: I love that energetic um, attraction that you're talking about. Um, you specifically said about because you have a podcast, and so maybe they're not the right fit for the chapter. However, ooh, you're thinking that could be a great guest. If somebody like the people who have the two people who have already come to you, um, do they have a podcast? Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Is is it still possible to be an awesome compiler if they don't have a podcast?
2: Yeah, of course. Absolutely. That, you know, for me, yes, that happens to be an outlet. You know, I, I particularly love the medium of, of podcasting. That's mine. That does not absolutely does not restrict you to being able to, to be able to get out there and create something for yourself. Um, I think really, the piece that is most profound is is having a clarity as to your driving force. What is your purpose? because your purpose will attract your people, period. Mm-hmm. So one of the women that has reached out to me, she's she's currently in process of writing her first compilation piece. And it's um, and I'm going to get this sort of askew, but she's writing about women in bodybuilding and weightlifting and the misconceptions that come with that. Oh, yeah. And so she's, I mean, this is a passion of hers. This is what she does as a hobby. And she recognized that there were stories because there's so many women that either won't do it or they um, deny that component of themselves. And they say, well, because I do this, I can't have X. And she's like, "There's no, there's so much healing that needs to be in that. Just do it. And you know what, they're coming. Her authors are coming forward in the same way because you no, know, she doesn't have a show. She has, a, she has the passion, she has a hobby and she's entrenched in the, she's entrenched in the community. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's another who is going to be writing about survival stories of suicide, right? Also, doesn't have a podcast. Wow. Isn't a social media maven just happens to say, okay, I survived multiple attempts. I'm out here and, I, and it's time for me to share my journey. And I think others need to as well. That's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that as many compilations as you decide to do, I think that you'll find a lot of people, you'll end up having to turn away people on every single one, I'm sure.
2: Yes, the good fortune, I'm, and I am grateful for that. Yeah. And then I think also signifies how strong the subject is, right? Yes. To be able to turn people away, and I, and I don't like even like saying that word, I, I want to find a better way to say it, you know, like the fact that I have people knocking on my door and saying, I want to be a part of this, tells me that there's an audience, that this yeah. is a movement, this is impactful. And that, yes, I'm fortunate that I'm healing from it. I know that every single one of the authors that came forward, yourselves included, have all shared with me publicly and privately the shifts that you've seen within yourselves, and it's so much larger. It's a ripple yeah. effect.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. And I think um, everybody, uh, everybody that wrote a chapter had a cathartic experience. I certainly did. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I think it just goes along with that. There's a there's a huge healing component, mm-hmm. and yes.
1: Jocelyn, actually interesting. What comes from sharing and, and writing even just a chapter is, for me, it, it was an experience to write it and do everything, but honestly, you know what? I had an interview on the chapter today with one of the other co-authors, author uh, Stephan Neff, and um, it was in that moment of talking about it that a lot more, the, like bigger stuff came up, and I went, oh my God, no way! Like, there's more. So my question on that, I'm piggybacking on that, is you're, right now you shared with us that you're going to go on to an, another healing journey with plant medicine and you, do you, love you. Is this in preparation for building up to get the strength to do another one? Or is, it like, is there any prep work? I guess that's where I'm going. Is there any prep work that a compiler, an author, a, a person should do, could do, needs to do um <laughs> had strength to do it
2: Can they get ready for? It? Oh man, that I really do need to step into leadership with that one because it's really i I think ideally this is the thing I'd actually say is listen to your intuition. You have that answer. you know that i I don't know that I can answer that for somebody else. Yes, I mean yes, I could put this you know the the how tos ideally, yes, I think. Just go in with your eyes wide open and recognize, if anything, recognize that what you thought it's going to be, it's going to look a whole lot fucking different. I'm going to take a sidestep a side for a moment though on that. Cause this just came through. Um, okay. Here's my intuitive hit. So this is, so I'm going to share it right out. Um, in my twenties, uh, I worked in Manhattan as a, a meeting planner yep. and it was, you know, it was a passion. First, it was a passion project, and, and I went after it just because I was excited to, to ex- explore that as a, a profession, and um, in my very, the very first meeting I went to, by the way, uh, I wasn't even a, meant to, I wasn't scheduled to actually be live on, on the meeting, at the meeting event, because they didn't have scheduled budget time uh, budget for me Mm -hmm. and at the last minute they said oh we have a room for you and we need you on site awesome so I went to this meeting and the first day I was at registration side by side with Myra Kraft who was one of the she's since passed but she she and her husband were the former or current owners of the New England Patriots
0: oh yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm
2: yeah, so I didn't know who she was. She was just another woman behind registration until her husband came to collect her because they had some big awards dinner that they had to go off to do um, in their honor because they were like the primary benefactor.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> so
2: she was to. a big deal. And then I had a private audience with the Prime Minister of Israel. Ooh. In that first couple of days of ever being an official event planner. And again, I was following my passion. It wasn't, wasn't following the dollars. I was following what felt aligned for my heart. So that was really awesome. Those are beautiful experiences. So those are things they'd say, like with your intuition, follow those things and notice what's showing up around you. Um, more importantly, though, to go back to the initial question about the preparation, and these are, this is a big lesson I learned from my meeting planning years: is you can plan to a T, and shit will fall apart. Every single time. Here's the thing. Oh yeah. Nobody knows. The people behind the scenes may know. You show up with grace. You show up with confidence. You show up as if. And it goes off beautifully. It may look way different than you had planned. Yeah. But recognize that you do not have access to the outcome. What you have access to is you. And show up for you. Yes. The preparation, like I didn't, I still don't know. I mean, every day it's a surprise. And and I'll be honest, I mean, like I said, the days leading up to the release were torturous. I was so excited about this idea of the, it being birthed into the world. And I had breakdowns, major breakdowns, yeah. major ones. Yeah. Crying for hours because I was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't anticipate the emotions that were going to come. And I can't. Mm. Yes. So if anything, the words of advice is acknowledge that things are going to show up and you just, you stay with it in the moment Mm -hmm. and honor it, honor all of it.
1: Mm -hmm. I love that. Eyes wide open, shit's going to fall and honor it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And no matter how much you plan, Things aren't going to go exactly the way you have planned or at all the way you've planned. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Uh,
1: Tomas has a thing. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to out you right here. Yeah, do
0: it, do it. It's fun.
1: <laughs> Tomas always says, you know, everything that I've ever planned doesn't happen. And then everything I, I haven't planned happens and I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's true.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, I, I feel
2: like I had this conversation not that long ago with someone. I asked a question around that and, uh, and I yeah. had the answer for myself. And I said, you know, over my lifetime, I'm gonna stick away from the book for a moment, just, but just in life, right? The days that we have, the days that are the most amazing, are those the days that you plan to a T or are those the days that, like you said, Tom, Tomas, the things just show up and you just are like, wow, what an incredible, incredible opportunity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's never the plan things. So Lisa's absolutely 100% correct. If I try to plan something out, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I had to learn that the hard way, of course. But yeah.
1: yeah. i to say that we don't have our goals and our deadlines and things like you said, uh, Jocelyn, because pull, pulling together a book, I mean it's kind of like I call it a box where you can be spontaneous and bounce around in it, you Mm -hmm. know? So yes, you have that structure, but allow for the bounce, allow, allow for the ricochet. And I love that. And and, and Invite yourself to explore what's going on under these things. And I know we're we're almost full circle because I'm going back to your beginning where you had all these external titles and relationships and even where you lived and, and you, when that all fell away, like you let it drop, you took that time to go deep. And this is where somebody, you know what, who's listening, a book may come up, come out of you, a podcast may come out of you, a, a life coaching relationship may come out of you or the love of your life. It could be mm-hmm. anything. But to yeah. me, step into it with, with knowing yourself, who you really are.
2: Dream big. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it, it, it's really, uh, it's really poignant that you have access to you. So show up for you and, yeah, that, that's a, that's a really important point I think as well and uh, Jocelyn so uh, breakdown to wake up journey beyond the now is out now in ebook and paperback and Jocelyn we've talked about your coaching practice and some of the work that you do now if somebody would like to get a hold of you for that or to become a Chapter contributor in a compilation or to talk about becoming a compiler themselves. How would people reach you?
2: Yeah, a few ways. Number one, I, I do most of my communication via Facebook. So I can be found on Facebook at uh, facebook.com backslash Jocelyn.bellows24. Um, and that will be a great resource to get a hold of me. Ask me questions. That's where I do most of my communication. Great. Um, okay. I am on LinkedIn as well under Jocelyn Bellows, though I do far less there. Uh, Instagram. Um, I'm, my Instagram handle is What's Your Leap? Okay. That's also where you can find. Uh, also, that's also the the handle for the podcast, and my podcast can be found. Anywhere you can find on podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yeah, and then I've had fun on your show uh, as as your yes. guest, and yeah, th- th- I love that. So on Facebook, Jocelyn Bellows. That's J O C E L Y N dot Bellows twenty four on Facebook. Jocelyn, you're on LinkedIn, and your Instagram handle. What's your leap? That's also the title of your podcast. Oh, all right. Yes. Correct. Well, before we wrap up, Jocelyn, Elisa and I have had a great time. We've been looking forward to this conversation and and going deeper on your journey. And we really thank you for joining us here on the show today. What else would you like to say to people? Anything else that you would like to to add here?
2: I do. I think the final thought I have to share with you and share with the audience it's it's i'm going to go back to my podcast okay and what's your leap keep moving forward keep taping those leaps in yourself believe that you can do it because you can yes it's going to be dark yes there's going to be days that you're going to I'm going to give up up <laughs> sure mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. um part of the part of the journey is unbecoming who you're not To become who you
1: are.
0: Okay, yeah, then that's worth repeating. Unbecoming. I was
1: actually going to clarify too. Is like unbecome who you're not to become who you are. Yes, Jocelyn.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. And I want to
1: say, Jocelyn, thank you for being real. I think. You're, that's the leadership role for you right there that you're showing up real you're showing people that you are real and it's real it's raw it's happy it's every it's 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 not just the the rawness and the pain and the struggles and the hurt it's the celebration and the um, camaraderie and the this the connection but you are being real and I just want to say thank you so much that is a huge leader. that's the best leadership role that you could play in my life thank you Thank
2: you guys. I so appreciate it. I've been looking forward to this too. And I'm so, so grateful I had both of you because I know this is a rare thing for the both of you. So I'm really appreciative of this time spent with both of you today.
0: Well, and we're happy to have you and uh, have you on as, as our guest. And Jocelyn, thank you so much for having the courage and for, for taking the leap honestly, to bring all this together because it's healed a lot of people. And now that the book is out, it's going to reach many, many more. And it's one of the beauties of, of books, of podcasting, is you just don't ever know whose life you're really going to impact. So we thank you again for bringing us all together on this. And this has been such a pleasure, Jocelyn, thank you so much for joining us. And this has been Decide to Transform with Jocelyn Bellows, the lead author of Breakdown to Wake Up, Journey Beyond the Now. All right, thank you all for tuning in.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Jocelyn. <laughs> thank you, guys.
0: Bye. Yeah, bye-bye everyone.